Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. And late night. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Uh, this the team right now is not playing with the same personality uh, as our past teams the last four years, and um, we got to get a lot better. I think we play three games in the next 20 days, and uh, you know rotations, um, roles, all those things are are you know <laughs> there's going to be some changes. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon, it is Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. Well, we're going to react to everything that happened over the sports weekend and we want to hear your reactions as well. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery Life and Feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, we're going to have Andrew Hutchison of BestOfArkansasSports.com. He's going to join us in the 2 o'clock hour because a lot of craziness going on with transfer portals for Arkansas football. Uh, some announcements of some certain players staying as well as a few things happening with basketball, too, which I know we'll get to. And also Chris Gordy of Sports Talk 790 will join us in the 3 o'clock hour. Talk to him a lot about the NFL and the weekend that was. A lot of great games, a lot of interesting matchups, and a lot of uh, controversy, even though it probably shouldn't have been. But uh, we'll dive into that and uh, have some fun with it and try to get to what's trend in the world of sports and keep you updated on uh, everything that's been going on in the sports world. But it was a great weekend. You know, the Army-Navy game was pretty entertaining, to say the least. And for those of you who uh, may have uh, bet on, on Bet Saracen, uh, you know, that final safety played a lot into the game itself when it was 17-11. to 11. So it uh, started off with that on Saturday. And then another great NFL weekend once again. It was a great football weekend overall. Oh, yeah, great sports weekend overall where you had football, basketball, boxing. There were plenty to go around and... A lot to get through over the weekend. Oh, yeah. That's what makes it uh, so much fun this time of year. And also, just for uh, all you uh, Razorback football fans out there, just as soon as the zone ended and our show began, Arkansas got a quarterback out of the transfer portal officially, and it is Talon Green, the the quarterback from Boise State. Uh, He officially announced his decision. And he is the third Arkansas commitment of the transfer portal. He's 6'6", 221 pounds. So quite a tall quarterback. But uh, listed at 221 pounds, and uh, he'll have two years of eligibility remaining. And he was also considering, so this is always kind of the thing, people look at the schools. Doesn't mean that they had an official offer, but had been in contact and talking with Cal, LSU, Baylor, Miami, Michigan State, as well as a few others. And he is from Louisville, Texas. So he'll be uh, much closer to home. But he says, quote, honestly, it's just the opportunity to be in the city. The teammates seem great. The team seems awesome. The coaches seem awesome. Everybody is ready to work, and that's what I like. I like getting out in the mud and just bringing that mindset every day, whatever it takes to grind, whatever it takes to work hard at it. I love it. I really love it here. That is for sure, and that's all according to hogsports.com. So That's a nice extensive list for him, and those are probably some of the schools that – 
originally coming out of high school, he would have liked his offer sheet to look like. It didn't look like it, but he went to Boise, played his way into being able to transfer and, and live out his dream. So yeah, it's a good get for the Razorbacks. Oh, yeah. So now becomes uh, the watching hour for the quarterback situation that Arkansas has. Of course, everyone's been waiting on K.J. Jefferson, but you know, think about Criswell, think about uh, other guys. You know, What do they do or do they stay? I'm not saying that they need to go or need to make an announcement, but uh, definitely some nice, nice needed news for Razorback fans uh, for uh, for that uh, Mountain West Championship game guy. Like uh, he was the MVP, is what I'm saying, because he was great as they uh, beat. Uh, you had four touchdowns and a 44 to 20 win actually over Barry Odom and UNLV in that game. So a little bit of a connection there too. So, uh, but I wanted to pass that news along. That's great for them, and we'll see uh, what else is, is going to be happening. Because and also I guess I don't know. Did Kenny Guyton maybe get officially brought back in? And that's why because all the wide receivers are coming back over the weekend. They all announced they're coming back. We're talking about Arm- Andrew Armstrong, Isaac Tesla, Tyrone Broden. Uh, Jaden Wilson, I believe. Yeah, like Kenny all... Guyton has been on the road recruiting with Coach Pittman and Coach Petrino. So yeah, they, he's definitely back. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was like, something. I, I don't know what happened because they're all at once. His wide receiver core said that uh, they're they're all coming back, which is great. No, now only like if that. something unusual happens where he gets an offer from another school that's to be true. their offensive coordinator, then that creates an opportunity. And you know that's something that they can't plan for at this point. But if it happens. You know, that that's a whole different situation. But for now, he's locked in at Arkansas as a receivers coach. Which I've, still, I don't know if there's a way to find this out or to look it up, but just I'd love to know how many coaches uh, ended up having to become a, a promotion, if you will, interim in the middle of the season because someone got fired, did that job, then after the season was over, did not retain that same job, but reverted back to their same position and stayed at the same school. I just feel like that never happens, which, you know, like you said, in case something crazy happens, maybe Guyton moves on and gets a, another opportunity somewhere else. But I don't know if that's a credit to him and his character where he, you know, he doesn't his, his ego didn't come into it or his pride come into it. He just loves coaching at Arkansas. Or uh, maybe it's something that was he, he respects the decision of Sam Pittman and likes what Petrino's bringing. I don't know, but it's interesting because you guys just don't feel like you see that very often in, in any sport regardless, and, um, much less football too. Assistant coaches move quite a bit, but you know they don't like to move necessarily. They make moves to get promotions and, and move up, but as far as just making a move just because of you know certain things, yeah, they don't necessarily like to move. So I'm sure he has been in Fayetteville for a bit and he likes it there and, and likes what this team is about. Yeah, and I I don't have any problem with Kenny Guyton. It seems like he's done a good job as far as recruiting some wide receivers, and it seems like the wide receivers really like him, and the team really likes him too. I mean, just look at the reaction after that Florida win. You know, KJ was really excited about it, but everybody was excited for him and uh, the opportunity that he had. So. And it's also a credit to him to be able to stick around. Yeah. You know, Coach Pittman felt good about him, but the fact that, Coach Petrino comes in, and as the offensive coordinator, he has certain offensive coaches that he probably would like to work with, and so that's a credit to Kenny Guyton that he and Coach Petrino are able to relate for him to stick around that position. Well, since you talked about the recruiting part of it, too, uh, I you know never want to say never because coaching seems it's always so fluid, and you never know what opportunities come up, but it certainly seems like the offensive staff, other than Cody Kennedy moving on and Eric Mateos coming in, it might be the only change because you know, think about Jimmy Smith and uh, we mentioned Kenny Guyton as well as uh, uh, Coach Morgan and, and those guys at the tight end position. It's like, hey, this this is the squad. This is uh, what they're going to be rolling with because if you wanted to make a move, you would have made it already because of recruiting purposes and uh, not only for high school but for the transfer portal. So it seems like it's all going to be staying intact besides the offensive line coach. Well, the most important thing we knew about was Coach Pittman returning. We knew that before the last game of the season. And so with that – we knew that there would be at least a couple of changes on offense, and that's exactly what we got. Yeah, got a few changes there, that's for sure. Uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line, uh, since we're talking about the news of uh, uh, the quarterback that Arkansas was able to get out of the transfer portal, Taylor Green, uh, this comes from the 501, says, so does getting the Boise State quarterback mean that K.J. Jefferson is gone? Is he leaving? I mean, I, I would, I still lean towards that, but there's nothing official about it, but I my gut feeling says he's probably going to be moving on. That's that's just this what it looks like right now. Yeah, you can read between the lines, put two and two together on that. Yeah, and also from the eight seven zero, what's the latest on Quincy McAdoo? 
uh, no, no, no new reports or updates. I will say that just from what I understand, it you know it may be something that he never plays football again. That's that's not the hope. You hope that he can play, but still recovering from that injury, and I'm sure we'll have an update on it at some point in time, especially this year with the new scholarship redistribution and things. Uh, we'll probably hear from Sam Pimmon or somebody on uh, what's going to be happening there too. So, uh, but yeah, uh, that's uh, that's some good news there for Arkansas. But what was not so good news for Arkansas is, sure, a lot of you watched or maybe you listened to it right here on 103.7 The Buzz. Maybe you went to the game over there in Tulsa, but Arkansas gets beat down pretty handedly by Oklahoma, 79-70. to I love that score because that is not indicative of what the game was at all. Like, that was closer than what the game actually was. But Arkansas got beat down pretty pretty handedly, and Eric Musselman got ejected from the game. There were six technical fouls called, and uh, Oklahoma was able to get the win, and now Arkansas, through the first ten games, is sitting at 6-4. and four. And not an ideal situation, but... Uh, just an overall bad game for all around, offensively, defensively. Uh, just you didn't get anything out of your starters. Uh, there was just a lot of uh, just miscommunication. There's nothing enjoyable really about that game on Saturday, unless maybe you were an Oklahoma fan. But it just wasn't a very uh, aesthetically pleasing basketball game for Arkansas on that front. Well, we've talked about it before. Trevin Brazil going scoreless. That's unacceptable for any game. And he came into the game dealing with an injury. But if he's on the court, there's no reason he should go scoreless in any game. Yeah, not at all. He's too good. Uh, he did play 15 minutes. Uh, shot the ball twice, but that was it. Uh, but still, yeah, I agree. you, you got to have more out of him. And also, Caleb Battle has been so good offensively. And it's crazy because Tremont Mark's technically your leading scorer, but it always feels like Caleb Battle is the guy that's getting 21 points, 25 points, whatever it is, any given night. Uh, you can't have Caleb Battle going 2 of 10 from the field. <laughs> like He's got to be a, a – he went 8 of 8 from the free throw line. Thank goodness for that because if it wasn't for that, uh, he wouldn't have gotten into the double-digit mark. But uh, him going 2 of 10, Tremont Mark the two, uh, 3 of 7 – the offense just looked completely and totally lost at times, and uh, they didn't stop the ball very well defensively. It's it just it seems like it's just different things. You plug up one leak and something else pops out, and it's extremely frustrating to see uh, a team where you know has talent and you know you've seen that talent come together and really work. But that's the type of game that you just can't. You don't want to show up for. You don't want to have that type of performance. And well, we're just three games away from conference play starting up. That's not. That's not. This is not where you want to be at this point in time in the middle of December. We've talked about it before, as far as this team looking totally different at home, where they have the home crowd behind them and they seem to feel really energized. And then, in a road environment or a neutral court environment, they just look like a totally different team. Mm-hmm. Like just night and day. Look like they've never played as a team before. And it showed up in this game tremendously. Uh, in fact, Muss, after the game, said the only uh, thing that he felt like they actually improved on was steals. He said, and that's about it. Because they got 10 steals in this game. He said, that was the only thing that you could take from this game and uh, say it was a positive. But I, I disagree. You could also take uh, free throw shooting. Because that was pretty good. They went 26-31. That was 84%. So, uh, yeah, two positives maybe. But still, it just wasn't a great game at all for Razorbacks and Razorback fans. Feel sorry for anybody that made that trip because it was uh, not very fun and we'll talk more about that in the best and worst of the weekend because i got a phone to pick with the facility there. But still, a lot of things, a lot of things we got to get to today here on a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. We want to hear from you. What did you make of the Razorback basketball game on Saturday? What do you make of the portal moves by Arkansas as well as the news of the guy, Taylor Green, being the new quarterback in town for the Arkansas Razorbacks? get to some NFL talk as well, and it's all coming up next year on Out of Bounds. Stay with us. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. Center. Arkansas football got a commitment from Eastern Michigan transfer tight end Andreas Posky yesterday. Posky is a Denmark native with two years of eligibility remaining. He is primarily a blocking tight end as he had 243 receiving yards in two seasons at Eastern Michigan. Arkansas basketball fell to Oklahoma on Saturday, losing 79-70. to Coach Eric Musman talked after the game about their early season struggles. The team right now is not playing with the same personality uh, as our past teams the last four years. 
we got to get a lot better. I think we play three games in the next 20 days. You know, rotations, roles, all those things are, are there's going to be some changes. Arkansas now has a long break as they don't play again until Saturday when they take on Lipscomb at Simmons Bank Arena in North Water Rock. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Every Tuesday morning during basketball season, you can hear Caliph Battle when he checks in with the guys on Morning Mayhem. It's made possible by Edwards Food Giant. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people. The only stop you'll have to make for all your family's grocery needs. Caliph Battle on your home for Arkansas Razorbacks basketball. 103.7 The Buzz. Tons of activities, but that's all gone now. Yeah. What about tomorrow? Tomorrow we hit the road. We're going to be at Luxury Pool and Spa in are you Conway. Spa? Are you getting a three-seater? They do the show from inside the spa. I'm not dressing. Tomorrow we'll also have Rick Schaefer, Caleb Battle, and Pat Bradley. No, Pat Bradley's today. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See Agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally, they are respent locally, paying more salaries and building the local tax base. You want to keep Arkansas thriving and unique? Support an Arkansas-owned business like Doublebee's, which helps define our community's self-image and creates Arkansas pride for Arkansans. Doublebee's is of Arkansas and for Arkansas. Doublebee's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. Join the Zone Tuesday at the Frontier Diner on I-30 in Woodrock. It's great down-home cooking with daily lunch specials and homemade desserts. The Zone on location Tuesday starting at 10 at the Frontier Diner. Check them out on Facebook. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Rich Eisen here from Monday Night Football on Westwood One. Don't miss any of the primetime action this season with Kevin Harlan and Hall of Famer quarterback Kurt Warner on site calling the game. And I'll be on hand from the studio for the pregame and to wrap up the weekend's action. Join us on air and on the free live stream sponsored by AutoZone for Monday Night Football. Right here on 103.7 The Buzz. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? One of my headlights went out. We've got the right bulbs right here. Get in zone. Wait, what kind should I get? How about Sylvania Silverstar Ultra? They have the farthest downroad vision, and you can earn a $10 bonus reward when you buy two. Get in zone, Why get the pair? Replacing both bulbs will give you the best visibility. Ah, I see. Restrictions apply. Offer valid for AutoZone Rewards members. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger. Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Third down, here comes LSU. KJ flushed, rolling right, keeps his eyes downfield, throwing deep. God has at the 20, to the 15, to the 10, 5. Touchdown, Arkansas. There's your play. 59 yards to Lucas. On 1037 The Buzz. It is a Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services here on Out of Bounds. If you want in on the conversation, folks, very simple to do. You can call or text in, 501-661-1037. After us, in the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter, at Neighbors. Talked a little Razorback football and uh, Razorback basketball. And uh, had some ups and downs and everything, too. But uh, I don't think that anybody is having... A more, I don't, I, see, I don't even want to give them that credit for that. I don't think that there is something that I got a kick out of more than what happened last night in the Chiefs and Bills game and the falling out of the toe that was on the line by Kendarius Tony on what was an incredible play. Like, that play was so awesome. It was a back and forth game. We know the Bills and Chiefs have history, but uh, the fact that there was a penalty called on that play because Kendarius Tony lined up offsides and then you have the irate Patrick Mahomes after the game going after it and, and bringing it up I was just like wow I I don't know about you Joe but I was like it's the right call I mean it's that's he was offsides or he lined up fast on he, the ball he acted as if they threw the flag once they scored the touchdown you could see right as the ball was snapped there's a flag thrown and then the camera pans to where the ball is thrown yeah, see, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I could understand if maybe, like, yeah, if the touchdown scored, everyone's celebrating, and all of a sudden, the ref just like, just puts out his flag a little bit after it's already in back. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot. I saw that toe. He's always like, the first to point to the flag on the field when things don't go their way. Say, if that had been an incomplete pass, he would have been pointing to the flag, and it's just it's ridiculous the way that he went really over the top about it. Oh, yeah. In fact, here's what Patrick Mahomes had had to say about his frustration with that call. Patrick, what, what do you, lack of a better term, what made it boil over? Was it that itself, or was it the... It's the call, man. Just in that moment, I mean, it's it's not even for my, myself or for me. It's just I know how much everybody puts into this game, and for it to, to happen on a flag change the outcome of a game... Um, and that moment, I mean, I, I've played seven years, never had that, never had offensive offsides called. I mean, that's we, that's elementary school. We we talk about. I mean, you point to the ref, do all that different type of stuff, and and it doesn't get called. And if it does, you, they warn you, and there was no warning throughout the entire game. Um, and then you wait till there's a minute left in the game to make a call like that. Um, it's, it's tough, man. It, it, I mean, it's lost words, man. It's just it's tough because. Regardless if we win or lose, man, just just for the, the end of, with another game, and we're talking about the refs, man. It's just not what we want for any for the NFL and for football. Now, listen, I'll be honest. I don't mind the Chiefs. I actually root for the Chiefs a lot of times. I like Patrick Mahomes. I like Andy Reid. I like Travis Kelsey. There's a lot about the Chiefs I like, but and I do not like officials. I love criticizing the officiating all the time, but. To go to this point, to go this far, I know in the heat of the game and knowing how big of a play it was and how important it was to, to winning the game, I, I get it, but I'm just like, my man, you, you guys are in the NFL. And, you know, if you go and look at the replay, you'll see that it's there. And I don't know. I feel like if I was if I was an NFL player and I didn't saw it in real time and I didn't agree with it, but then I went and watched the tape and I saw it, it maybe changed my tune. But I just... I just could not believe that they were really focusing so much it's, on that. It's too late to dial that back. They're going to get heavily fined. He and Andy Reid for criticizing officials the way that they did. Now, to his credit, he did say that you know last week when everybody thought there should have been a pass interference call, he said you know 
I, I kind of like that late in the game. So he's sticking to what he believes in late in the game, let them play for it. But at the same time, pass interference is always a judgment call offside. You're either offside or you're not. So that's not a judgment call. And then he didn't complain about defensive holding, which won them the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season. There was no complaints about that. And that happened at the end of the game. Yeah, and and in the biggest of games, in the Super Bowl, for crying out loud. So that's where I I was a little, I, I don't know, I was a little turned off by the whole attitude that uh, Andy Reid had and Patrick Mahomes. And again, I love those guys. I, I really respect them and the, the job that they've done. But to take that approach and to take that hard of a stance, like if I do it or the fans do it, it's one thing. But it's like you guys are in the NFL – and if there's a certain rule that's in place and you go back and you see it and that rule was violated and a penalty was called, you cannot be upset by it. You cannot say, oh, in that, in that situation, in that call, what, what are you talking about, man? Like, you're, you're professionals. Like, you know, it's kind of like in, in golf even. Uh, think about in the majors. Think about the masters. You think that there's so many rules that they have to abide by? Yeah. Rules that may not make much sense or may not have that big of a difference in the outcome of the tournament, whether it's you know signing your scorecard or whatever. But guess what? If they don't do it, they're penalized for it. Why? Because it's the rule. And you're professionals. You're playing at the highest level. You need to know this. You need to know better. You need to make sure of it. It's the little details that separate you, not only for your talent level, from the other leagues and the other sports. And so I don't, I don't want to hear that this was some sort of egregious knock against you or some horrible thing that happened. It was like... It's like you said, Joe. It's not a, a, a subjective rule. It's it's there. It's either you there. It either is or it isn't. And it was. It was a penalty. And and you know, just like holding, it does go uncalled sometimes right. because the refs are going to miss calls because they don't want to necessarily call a penalty on every play. Yeah. Which in football, you you probably could. Yeah. Yeah. And and the thing is, is that if that penalty wasn't called. You know, maybe some Biff Buffalo Bill fans may have really like dissected and looked at it. They may not have but, even known. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I I don't think anybody would have after that play happened and you know places going nuts because that was like incredible. Like again, shout out to Travis Kelsey. That was the best lateral type play thing I've ever seen. Like that that ball was perfectly he accurate. Did that, he did that in the game earlier this season. Everybody was acting like that was the first time they ever saw it. He did it in the game earlier in the season. Yeah, still like in that like I mean, just making that throw was pretty cool. Uh, but the, everybody would have been talking about that, and I don't think anybody would even have noticed or even have known. But when you go back, and again, looking at the replay, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he was, on, he was offside. It'd be the same thing if the, if the shoe was on the other foot on defense. If a, if a defensive player was lined up, say if there was a Bills player that was lined up offsides, you know, his helmet was over the ball or whatever, and then Mahomes threw a pick, you know, or something like that, or a pick six, it's like... And if it was, they call it, they're like, yeah, that's that's the right call. Well, they got spared in the first game of the season against the Lions, even though they lost the game. But their left tackle, Jawan Johnson, was starting the play before the ball was snapped pretty much every play. <laughs> and they called it on him maybe a couple of times in the game. But they could have called that essentially on every play throughout that game. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I just found it very lame. I found it very lame from Mahomes, from Andy Reid. From you know, again, fans fans are going to feel whatever it was because I mean, I feel that way. I get mad at the official. I'm like, ah, the official screwed my team over all the time. Like, I can do that, but it's like if you're in the game and you're you're the quarterback, you're in the NFL, you're a pro, and and you know that you know this this is everyone everything's supposed to be at the highest level. The play, the talent, and the officiating, like everything's going to be at the highest level, and people would back you up and support you if there was a majorly blown call because they'd be like, yes, man, he is a hundred percent right. Like, that was a blown call. It should never happen. Officials need to be held accountable. But in this case, they weren't, they also, weren't wrong. arguing the call hurt them simply because they had to burn a timeout in the moment. If you just get back to the line and you're ready to go with the next play, even if things turn out the same way they did, you don't have to burn a timeout. And you, you have an extra timeout at the end of the game when the Bills get the ball back. Now you're able to stop the clock a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, man, Mahomes, like, he had to be... Basically uh, had his uh, get uh, get back guys coming in and try to hold him back. He was so irate on the field, and then after the game, uh, hearing him, this is funny. Like him going up and you know hugging Josh Allen after the game. I don't know what Josh Allen said or if he even said anything. Just around, but even when he was kind of giving him a hug, Mahomes was still just barking about how worst call I've ever seen. 
and just kept walking off and talking about it. So uh, from the time that it happened to after the game and even in the press conference and everything, he was not letting that one go. Now, and he's right as far as, you know, the receivers being warned if they are in a certain 100%. area. But receivers check with the refs on pretty much every play to say, are we good? Are we lined up right? You know, um, is our alignment right? Am I covering the guy next to me? Do I need to be up or back? Yeah. See, and that's another thing. I, you know, I haven't played in a high level of football, but I felt like that was always a thing receivers always did is kind of just check and make sure, you know, look over, make sure, and the ref always gives you the go ahead. And if I'm not mistaken, with Tony, he was fairly, like, he was, cl- it wasn't like he was on the outside, like, he was closer to the ball because he was the inside receiver. So I felt like, even looking at it, you should be able to have at least a better eye for it than what you would on the outside of lining up on the line of scrimmage. So, I don't know. I just, I laughed about it last night because I have some friends of mine that were Chiefs fans, and they were just irate, and they were just like, you don't make that call. Wait, wait, wait. Come on now. Yeah. I, I, nobody should be to the point where they're like, you don't make that call. That's you what I'm saying. You make the calls when you make the call. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't know what that means. Like, what do you mean you don't make that call? How about you just don't line up off sides? Like, what, where's that accountability? <laughs> like, to tell Tony, a pro, making millions of dollars. He's made paid. a lot of mistakes this year, too. Man. Drop passes, just some boneheaded plays. Man. And he's had this back and forth with the Giants and the Giants fans where, you know, he's trolling them, they're trolling <laughs> him, so I'm sure they got after him last night. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just I saw someone put out a, a meme, uh, essentially, with uh, talking about uh, Tony and saying that, you know, he probably – Maybe felt like because of all the mistakes he made, he was going to get ripped, and everyone's going, all the team is going to be mad at him and stuff. But then he hears everyone going off in the officials. He's like, "Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the officials. That was a terrible call." You know, it's coming. It's like, Oof. they knew he messed up though. They put him on the bench after that. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just yeah, wild. It was a wild game. Bills did get the victory, and uh, just really a huge, huge uh, controversy, at least from those Chiefs fans of uh, how it all played out last night. Uh, let's go to the phone lines and have Shane and Benton lead us off. What's up, Shane? I hate the Chiefs and I hate Mahomes. I'm so glad that they lost. He is a nothing but a wine bag, and I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> right? <laughs> Appreciate it, Shane. All right. Uh, yeah, because I did see also some uh, people that aren't big Mahomes people or fans. They were yeah. reveling in it. Well, so. the reason they aren't is because the Chiefs have won so much, and they're people that are tired of seeing them at the top and want to see something different. But um, it is it is – it's crazy the way he just went on and on about it and they benefited over the years of you know for so many things because of their stature and the way that they've won so much i saw a post i want to say it was barstool sports but i saw a, a post that was talking about patrick mahomes complaining and or the chiefs just in general complaining about the calls and everything and it was it's funny because if you go back and you look like uh, if you know, people keep receipts and everything, just seeing some of the times that Chiefs fans or Chiefs in general have benefited from some of the calls or no calls, it's pretty incredible. It is pretty incredible. So, but it, it comes down to this, and you know, I know we keep uh, discussing about uh, who's right, who's wrong, and you know, who has the right to be uh, upset or not. But it comes down to this, you know, there's certain calls that officials make that because they're subjective, uh, you can talk about whether it's right or wrong. But this is one of those kind of like false start, kind of like kicking the ball out of bounds on a kickoff. Like it either is or it isn't. It's 100% there or 100% not. And this is one of those that it was the right call by the officials. I mean, you just got to give them credit for that. Uh, Figured we'd hear from her. Rebecca is in Hot Springs. What's up, Rebecca? Several things. First of all, yes, it was the right call. Just like it was the right call at the end of the Super Bowl when the Eagles got flagged for holding, and the right call in the AFC Championship when the Bengals got called. Second of all, he embarrassed himself. He should not have done that. That is not how a leader acts. If he's going to be mad at anybody, he should be mad at Kadarius Toney. That guy should have lined up correctly. He should have looked at the the officials and said, hey, am I where I'm supposed to be? He should have lined up correctly. I'm pissed at him. I'm pissed at Patrick to the way he the way he did that. He handled himself poorly. He he showed he showed such poor sportsmanship last night. I am still a fan of the team, but I'm pissed at how he acted. That was just embarrassing. This year, this team is where everybody thought we would be last year without Tyree. This year's team is all on Brett Veach because Brett Veach thought, Okay, we won one without Tyreek, we're gonna do it again. 
we won one without Tyreek because we had Juju. They let Juju walk. We don't have a receiver we can count on. And that was that was a magnificent play until Tony screwed it up for us. Like and that's it, all I have to that's <laughs> all I have to say. Y'all have a good day. Bye bye. You too. All right. Thanks, Rebecca. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's uh, it's it's some that I'm wondering. You know, will there be a response maybe from Mike Mahomes or Andy Reid or anybody like that saying, you know, hey. No, in the moment, they, something no, like that. They they went too far. They have to stick to what they believe in because, once again, they're about to get heavily fined. Well, good luck to them, then. Uh, let's go to Jake and Cabot. What's up, Jake? Hey, guys. How's it going, man? Um, my take on the, on the Chiefs thing yesterday, you know, I was watching it, and I was lucky enough to be home this weekend, and and uh, it wasn't just his toe on the line, John. And first of all, you're right. He was lined up in the slot. He was the inside receiver. Um but it wasn't just his toe. If you if you rewatch that, I mean, even when they reshoot the replay, his whole shoulders and his head—I'd say chest up was over the line, and knee down was over the line, like easily, not even questionable. And so, for them to gripe about something like that is just—I mean, it's idiotic, dumb, and it's childish. There's no, there's, there's really no reason or room for it in football. I don't, I. Chiefs are my favorite AFC team, man. I'm a Niners fan through and through. But as far as UFC goes, Chiefs have always been my my, my team. But, hey, I, yeah, I'm with Rebecca, man. He, he embarrassed himself last night. I uh, also wanted to say real quick on, on Musselman. There's a lot of people saying, you know, well, if Musselman didn't act like this, get kicked out of the game. Maybe his players went blah, blah, blah. Dude, Musselman is a great coach, okay? Three straight Sweet 16, two of those Elite eights. Let the man do his job. Sometimes we used to cheer on Nolan and others who got a technical foul to get the the crowd riled up. I mean, it's not a big deal. Jake, I, Jake, I don't, I don't he, look at it as a big deal, and he'll get it taken care of. He acted a yes, bit sir. like Patrick Mahomes. If you, if you want to criticize Patrick Mahomes for the way he acted, Musselman acted in a similar way. I, I'm told Musselman was acting like that about the uh, about the OU guys jawing at him every time they made a bucket, went by the bench and stuff, and and uh, antagonizing the players and coaches. Now, if I'm wrong about that, I'm sorry, but that's what that's what I heard on one of the other shows this morning. And if they were doing that and the refs weren't calling it, then yeah, Musselman had a right to react to it. Say, look, you know, why 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 are you letting this go on? I mean, am I wrong, Joe? He had a right to say something, but he could have controlled himself in the moment where he's not going to get ejected. If you get one tech, that's your warning there. Don't get a second tech to get ejected. Agreed. Agreed. I'll, I'll agree with you, man. I'm just saying, like, everybody that's jumping the boat, and, and I've, I've heard a lot of them on, on Musselman saying, oh, you know, he's, he's not a good leader and this, that, and the other. Okay, if you want to call it a mistake, the man made a mistake. Two of us can say we haven't. You know, the man made a mistake. Whatever. He showed poor judgment. It's okay. And just like Mahomes, I still like the Chiefs in, in the AFC. But Mahomes made a bad decision. I mean, he made a mistake. It happened. So, that's all I got. Also, I uh, want to get you guys' take real quick. The Boise State quarterback, do you guys think that was a Bobby Petrino target specifically? And uh, I'll hang up the list, man. Go on. Love you guys. All right, appreciate it, Jake. Thanks for calling in. I'll tell you what, we're up against it. We'll answer that question on the other side of the break, as well as get your more of your phone calls and text messages. I know a lot of them are coming in hot, so uh, we'll try to answer those, as well as get to what's trending in the world of sports. But we're going to keep it moving here on Out of Bounds on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. So stay with us. Once again this year, The Buzz is proud to bring you college football talk with Mark May every Thursday morning on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, The Meat People, and by Dugan's Pub, located in the River Market. Mark will break down the week's biggest games and discuss who will win and why they'll win. The open road is calling, and no matter if it's the beach, mountains, or deep in the forest, All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros will have you ready to take on the unexpected. Need the perfect shotgun rider for your trip? Michelin's road-hugging tires have been the go-to brand for generations of adventure seekers and are sure to keep you on the road to greatness. Your next road trip is waiting. Visit in stores or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. Tire Pros, love the drive. 
It's finally that magical time of year. The year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet. If a brand new SUV is on your Christmas list, now's the time to buy. Get up to $3,500 off a 2024 Chevy Equinox when you buy before December 31st. SUVs not your style? No problem. If you wish you could see a pickup truck under your tree, we have you covered. Get up to $10,000 off a 2024 Chevrolet Silverado this month only. Plus, buy at Guatney Chevrolet this month and you'll make zero payments for four months. That's right, you get to keep those savings for all your holiday shopping. If you want a fantastic deal on a new SUV or truck, you don't want to miss the year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Come see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet, together, let's drive. The Rogers Family for Capital Business Machines. It's real important to keep going what uh, our dad has started. He had a good reputation and we want to continue that reputation. Business is about relationships and I think a lot of times it gets too corporate, too internet, too impersonal and we want to continue that legacy that, that our dad has, has started. Treat people right and they'll take care of you too. Contact us today for a free document assessment at catbiz.com. Give the gift that will last a lifetime this holiday season. You need to call QC Kinetics right now. If you or a loved one have knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, and you just can't get rid of it, get lasting relief with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. And you know what? You can call right now for a free consultation by calling 222-8440. If you've got pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out today. The future of medicine is here, and it's here to stay. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. These all-natural treatments repair and restore damaged joint tissues, giving you pain-free and movement again. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds for QC Kinetics. Call now for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That number one more time, 501-222-8440. Hey, did you know the Statue of Liberty is the largest holiday gift ever given? That's a big deal, just like those at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Hey, did you know when the year ends, so do the deals? It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Get 0% APR for 60 months, plus zero payments for 90 days, or get up to 2500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now for a limited time, only during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end January 2nd. Call 469-613-0227 for details. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with Southern.com. Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Arkansas right up on the football, second down and six. Dominion stays in at running back, but KJ's going to throw, fade down the right sideline. Broden's in the back of the end zone. He caught the ball. Well, he didn't catch it, but they throw a flag. After further review, the result of the play is a touchdown. Yeah. Touchdown, Arkansas. <laughs> On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney has best deals in the market, been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Make the trip to the lot off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuatneyChevrolet.com. On GuatneyChevrolet.com, you can see the red tag event that's going on. Get a 2024 Chevy Silverado 1500 Crew Cab for 1.9% APR or $2,500 in total cash allowance. 2024 Equinox 1.9% APR or $1,000 in total cash allowance. So you can see that entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuatneyChevrolet.com. All the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. It's Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney Chevrolet, GuatneyChevrolet.com. It is out of bounds here on a Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. We'll have what's free in the sports 
here in just a second. <clears throat> Let's see if we can get uh, Ty and Litterock in real quick. What's up, Ty? What's going on with you, Joe and John? Hey, Ty. How's up, it going? Man? Hello? Yeah, how's it going, Ty? Man, y'all doing okay? Doing great. Man, it's good. Man, we, I want to talk about... I want to talk about the Board of State quarterback. I just, me and my son were just looking at the highlights of him yesterday. And then I want to talk about a lot, man. Just pay attention. Every time it seems like he's getting out coached, it seems like he go on a rant, man. Don't know what to do what, because uh, because he's being out coached. I'm going to hang up and listen. Yeah, I didn't really get part of that, Ty. Um, I assume if you were talking about Muss. And, uh, you know, him doing that. Uh, you know, here's the thing. It, he's only been ejected three times, I think, in five years at Arkansas. So it's not like it happens often. In fact, two of, two of the times was against Oklahoma, ironically enough, in the BOK Center. So I don't think there's any truth to that. Uh, I just think that all coaches have method to their madness. And not saying that it's, oh, it's totally fine, it's okay and everything. But, uh, you know, there we see coaches, especially in basketball, I guess it's just because, I mean, baseball, they do it. Managers, you know, roll up there and start getting in the officials' faces and get ejected. Basketball coaches, I mean, we've seen the NBA coaches, you know, go go crazy and get mad. College coaches, I think it happens. It's just a matter of, you know, coaches just trying to find different ways to motivate their team and get them to respond the right way because, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe that's the type of thing that needed to happen and maybe some positive things will come out of this. But I don't know. I just feel like technicals, ejections, things of that nature, if it happens like all the time, it's pretty bad. But, you know, it's again, this is only the third time he's had it happen in five years. It's fine. No big deal. Uh, also, uh, real quick, Brent's in Stuttgart. What's up, Brent? What's up, John and Joe? I got four things today. John, how about your Jets? Yeah, that was, that was the most Jets game ever. It's 0-0 zero to zero at halftime, and they win 30-6. to six. Like, it, And what I mean by the most Jets game ever is that it doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, I guess, I guess. Zach Wilson now in good graces of everybody once again. Oh. My next, my next thing, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes went his, went his innermost Jackson yesterday. <laughs> Mahomes, isn't that his brother's name? Yeah, Jackson, yeah, that, we, yeah, we knew where you were going, Brent. And I just want to, my other two questions is, uh, if Mike Neighbors would coach in any other sport other than women's basketball at the University of Arkansas, he would have been fired Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just, that is the that's UAPB's first Power 5 win against anybody in any sport. And I watched his press conference, and he's up there smiling, wearing a, wearing a green T-shirt. Come on, Mike Neighbors, do something. Uh. Since you've been here. Uh and my next thing is we got this Taylor Green, right? So uh, I guess KJ's either going he's going to have to compete with him. He's not guaranteed. He? To something. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> he may be leaving and going and well, not competing somewhere else. We hadn't heard we hadn't heard that he's leaving yet. Well, so this is, well, well, that's kind of the writing on the wall. Yeah. Because I don't think I'm just going out on a limb here. I don't think Taylor Green's coming in to to back up KJ Jefferson and having Jacoby Criswell fight off for that backup position. I don't think he's the type of doing that. I think it's just a matter of time when KJ Jefferson announces he's going to be transferring out. That's just my guess, but it certainly seems like the writing's on the wall for all of it. Oh, okay. Well, that makes you feel better because I, I want I want a new I want a clean slate. We've had uh, five years of KJ. He's had a great career here, but. It's time to keep it moving, keep it grooving. Yeah, it might be time for it, that's for sure, Brent. But, hey, we appreciate you calling in, man. Thank you. All right, have a great Bye. weekend. All right, let's go ahead and jump into what's trending in the world of sports. What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, here is what's trending in the world of sports. A lot of things happened over the sports weekend that maybe necessarily weren't even games on the field or court or whatever. But Jaden Daniels is your Heisman Trophy winner in college football this year. And I am so thankful, a little humble brag here, that I went on the Bet Saracen app 
and bet on Jaden Daniels weeks ago at plus 475. I'm so glad I was able to do that because I won me some great money uh, on Saturday. But either way, uh, very deserving, though. You know, I, I don't care for LSU, but I think that there's been a lot of great players. But Jaden Daniels, man, dude was putting up stupid numbers, video game numbers, was exceptional and had some really and went up against some really good competition and had some really great performances. So I think that they absolutely got it right and Jane Daniels deserves the highest. The Washington fans were acting like Patrick Mahomes also because they were talking about yeah. Michael Penix got robbed and they even went a step further where they're like, not only did Michael Penix get robbed, Bo Nix got robbed. Uh-huh. No, uh, Jaden Daniels, the numbers he put up, they were sick. Now, if you want to look at the team overall and say that they didn't have the success that the other two teams did, okay, they, they had one more loss than Oregon had, but overall, if you look at his numbers, his numbers just were on another level. Yeah, and I know, I know, I know the Heisman has a lot of uh, stigmas and problems, and uh, you know, because there was about, I, I saw an article that there was a lot of people that didn't even, that had the Heisman vote that didn't even vote in the Heisman. And I'm like, okay, that, that's the type of stuff that cannot happen, ever. But, I'm glad, not saying that they, it needs to be this way, but I'm just glad that they do it to where forever it's always, oh, you just got to be the best player on the best team. It's not always the case. In fact, we've seen it probably more often over the past 10 years where not necessarily the best player on the best team gets the Heisman. And I'm thankful for that because well, it well, needs to be that way. It, it represents, you know, who's the best right. overall. And then if you take into account, like, comparing it to an MVP, you take Jaden Daniels off that LSU team and the way that they were giving up points on defense, they're not competing the same way on offense with him off that team. Yeah, and, and to have the consistency, because that's another key, consistency that he did this year, uh, you just got to give it up to him and give him a lot of credit. But uh, I have a friend of mine, uh, Caroline Fenton, who does uh, a lot of stuff for LSU and media and all that, but she kind of made the joke, and I was like, man, maybe it is. They said that they're going to start calling LSU transfer portal, uh, transfer portal QBU. Because between Joe Burrow and Jaden Daniels, both transfers coming in, getting Heisman trophies, uh, there may be some truth to that. But, uh, again, Jaden Daniels deserving it, and I'm so glad for Brett Saracen giving me that plus 475. You guys are awesome. So uh, we'll have a lot more to talk about, trust me. We're just up against it. But we are going to take a break. Top of the hour update coming up. And when we come back, Andrew Hutchinson of Best of Arkansas Sports will join us. We'll get the latest on the transfer portal, uh, what it means to have Arkansas have so many tight ends. And we'll talk to him about Taylor Green what he thinks about that. And we'll keep it moving in the second hour of Out of Bounds. Coming up next on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleetwood Services. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds. Paying more than just 8% on your auto loan? Move your loan to True Service and cut your rate up to 2% APR. The season of giving is here. Luckily, Santa has a new tool this year. From John Deere Apparel, toys, tools, and more. GoGreenway.com has something green for 